guys, it's Bia. Welcome to the second episode of the Audience of One podcast. Today I'm here with Catherine Couch, and Hi. she's one of my <laughs> teammates for track. And she's also majoring in chemistry, and she does a lot. So today we're going to talk about a little bit of her story, a little bit of her life, and her journey with God and with sports. So Catherine, welcome to the podcast. Glad to be here. <laughs> so... The first thing that I want to ask is, have you ever had like any other experiences with sports before track and before high school or anything like that? Oh my goodness, yes. So I did a lot of sports in high school and in middle school. Um, I really started out with uh, basketball, actually, because where I'm from, that's like, that is the sport hmm. to do. So um, I did basketball for a really long time, and then after basketball, I tried um, I did archery, and I did golf. Gosh, everything. <laughs> I didn't know crazy. about archery, I know about golf. Yeah. <laughs> they were fun and like they were different. And then in sixth grade was when I started my whole track experience, mm. and that's kind of been like the big thing, mm -hmm. you know, like what I've actually been good at. The rest of yeah. them I just did because I had friends who did them too. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> but they were fun. But track is definitely like my focus. So, yeah, so you think that like you like track best and like you chose to go like continue playing it and practicing it in college because like you felt like you were better at that not because like me like oh you didn't like the rest but like maybe you enjoy that more yeah definitely okay and that was the only one that I was like good enough to do in yeah. college mm -hmm. so yeah I love it still so yeah so you've been doing track for how many years now this this year is 10 years that's crazy yeah that's crazy how we, we talked about this a little bit before <laughs> but like how you've been feeling about like not doing track anymore and like what are some things that you feel like you're gonna continue to do like after mm -hmm. stopping to practice every single day well I mean I'm definitely gonna miss like being around people every day and like my teammates and stuff and my coaches it's probably gonna be like the number one thing that I miss um the next thing is just how I'm the type of person where you have to force me to work out mm. or I'm not gonna do it <laughs> so um I'm gonna miss having someone to like push me to actually go and do things and like work out um but I do plan to try to continue that on my own. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long that's going to last. <laughs> True. <laughs> We're going to attempt. Um, but yeah, I, I do really love running. Like sometimes, like in the summers when I'm not doing track, I'll just get like this feeling like, oh man, I just would love to be sprinting on track <laughs> right now. Like I would love that right now. And so like I definitely do like love doing it and love running. So I definitely want to continue in some capacity. So yeah, I feel like for us to like do sprints, that's the thing. Like I talk to people sometimes about like running and I'm like, no, I don't run, like, long runs. Yeah. <laughs> what we like is, like, the feeling of going fast, you know? That's like, that's the bet. Yes. yes. I love it's not like, like, oh, I'm gonna go for, like, a 10-mile run. No, we wanna, like, sprint. <laughs> yes. Like, and go fast. Which that's is like, hard, because, like, after college, like, with long-distance runnings, you have things like marathons mm -hmm. and stuff like that that you can still compete at and do things, like, competitively, but then what about sprints? Then like, you're, you're done. <laughs> you can't so, do it. Like, yeah. you can, but I saw it one day on TikTok, this, like, whole race with only, like, 70-plus years old, like... I love it. Old guys, like, they were sprinting. It was hilarious. Like that'll be us, yeah. No, for real. <laughs> one day, yes. one day will be us. So, like, before sports, have you ever done like any other activities, or it was on like basketball was the first thing? Um, I did like what's called speech and debate for a long time. Oh, so it was like that is cool. Basically, public speaking. 
for competition. So it was fun. I used to do like academics, basically where you were oh. just a big nerd who would go to the class, <laughs> <laughs> do like a uh, trivia kind of deals. So I did that too. And your journey with God started when? Um, so I grew up in a Christian household, like both of my parents were Christian and like even when I was like a baby they were always like, oh God made these little toes and like they would always talk to me about the Lord. Um, but it really wasn't until I was like four or five and I was sitting on um, my steps at home and you know I had been taught the gospel and about how like Jesus came and died for my sin and that I was sinful. Um, that I was not going to be able to spend eternity with Jesus and like I was going to go to hell if mm -hmm. I, you know, didn't accept Christ and so I was like, oh Jesus, come into my heart. And so that was <laughs> when I got saved, but I don't think that I was actually saved at that point. Mm -hmm. um, so it wasn't until like many years later uh, I started trying to do like what I always like to call like the Christian checklist where you're just trying to be like a good person and like, mm -hmm. you know, what everybody expects from someone who calls himself a Christian to, like, not gossip about people, not curse, not lie, not do all this crazy stuff. And, of course, like, I would fail, but I was still just trying to keep a checklist of things. Um, and I just never really felt, like, fulfilled with that. And, you know, it was always just striving, and it was exhausting. Um, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not easy. And I didn't have, I don't think that I had the spirit to help me during that time either. So... Um, that was difficult for me, and then I went to a summer camp, and there was this girl, her name was Becca, and she was talking, and she said, um, during her testimony, when she was telling about how she had accepted Jesus into her heart and how she had become a Christian, she was, like, having a similar story to mine, um, and she said, whenever I got saved, I did it because I didn't want to go to hell, and she said, now I'm saved because I realize that Christ is the only answer and my only hope, and I love him. That's good. And so I was like, what is she talking about? This is, I've never heard something like that. I was like, that's crazy. And so then I started thinking about it, and I was like, I'm not saved. And so then I was like, um, you know, I got saved the night after I heard that. And then I started realizing that, like, this Christian checklist was nothing more than just me trying to, like, like it says um, in the Bible that our good works apart from Christ are filthy rags. Like they're mm -hmm. not really worth anything. And, you know, I had all these filthy rags that I just kept trying to make clean and I just couldn't do it. Um, and so then I realized that, like, this was a lot easier when I was doing this out of love and not mm -hmm. out of obligation and striving. So um, then that's where I am today. Uh, <laughs> I love the Lord and I try to follow him the best I can every day. And I still try to do all those things. Like, I try to be someone who um, is kind to others, who, you know, loves other people mm -hmm. and, you know, tries to speak in a way that's holy. But it's not because I have to. It's because I love God and I mm -hmm. want to please Him. So, that's kind of where I'm at. That's good. There were two things, like, caught my attention in your story. There was, like, the Holy Spirit fact and the fact that, like, your parents since the beginning or pointing you, telling you that you were, like, beautifully made by God. And, like, both the Holy Spirit and having people, like, say truth in a loving way to your lives, that way, like, help us have a lot of confidence. And that's, like, a big part of sports, because you need <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> confidence in whatever you're doing. So that's so cool that, like, since the beginning, like, your parents were, like, pointing you, like, yeah, those, those little hands were made by God. You know, and I feel like in sports, like, whatever you think of it or not, it makes like a whole lot of difference.
whether like we think that like we're gonna be good at it or not, you know? Yeah. So that that is cool. And something else that I want to ask is how do you prioritize your time with God being an athlete and a student and doing a whole <laughs> lot of things at the same time? Because Catherine is also married, so she has the wife role as well. <laughs> so yeah. those are like three big roles that you go through every single day. So mm -hmm. how does like your week kind of look like? Um, so I kind of established this my freshman year of college because like when I was in high school it was easy to just like get up a f like a half an hour before school started mm -hmm. and you know spend some time with the Lord and in prayer. Um, but then I got to college and it was like your day starts like as soon as you wake up and you have 50,000 things to do every mm -hmm. single minute of the day and like you have to be a good time manager. So um, my sure. freshman and sophomore year I just kept trying to be like oh I have to add my devotional time somewhere in my schedule because I just have to manage it like this, like I just have to get that done, I have to get this done too, and then I would just stress myself out. And it wasn't until um, last year that God was like, I don't want to be just another thing on your list that you have to do. That's like, good. I want to be something that you desire to do. I want you to mm -hmm. want to come to me and meet with me in the mornings. Um, and so, you know, I'm a great time manager. I got a lot <laughs> on my plate, but I didn't want God to just be yeah. another plate that I was trying to hold up. I wanted him to be the reason behind everything else that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it does help me whenever I first wake up to sit down in prayer and to sit down with, like, my Bible and read and study. Um, Charles Spurgeon said something one time that's always stuck with me, and he said, um, the first person that you want to talk to during the day, before your day even starts, why not go mm -hmm. meet with the Lord first? Yes. Like, before you talk to anybody else. And so that's kind of been, like, what I've tried to do, because, mm -hmm. like, like, what a better way to show him that he's, like, the number one in my life, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, it is really hard, though, because some days you just wake up and you're exhausted from, you're, like, the track uh. meet the night before, <laughs> or, um, you're just feeling like, oh, man, if I could just get this extra half hour of sleep before all this stuff I have to do today, um, but then, like, if I have my day starting at 5 a.m. and I have an appointment, so I'm going to do it at 5 a.m., mm -hmm. Then why am I not getting up at like four to read my Bible? Because I'm gonna need the Lord throughout the day. True. You know? So um yeah, I've definitely decided that this is my priority is spending time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And just to like make sure that I keep that. So yeah. I, f I feel like obviously this might sound bad, but whenever I don't have my time with the Lord first thing in the morning, like, the day just doesn't go well, yes. like, at all, and obviously, like, we can still have time with Him, like, throughout any time of the day, like, it's not like, oh, the morning has to be the time that I have my quiet time with the Lord, but it does make a whole lot of difference, and, like, I hate saying this to people in a way, because I don't want people to feel like, yeah, I've just doing that because it makes me feel good you're like oh i'm gonna do this because my day is gonna be good this way but no because like your whole like mind and your whole day is focused on like the right thing yeah. when you do it like first thing in the morning so it makes a whole lot of difference and you've talked before a little bit about trying your best to talk like in a loving way and act loving like other people in your daily life so what are some practical ways that you can show grace to your teammates daily? Because it's not easy. No. <laughs> so, um, you know, there were definitely days over the last four years where I had, you know, really, really, really bad days. I had awful stuff happen to me. And, like, yeah. 
just so much is on my plate and on my mind, and I'm just irritated so bad. <laughs> so our practice is usually, like, at the end of the day, from at, like, 3. Yeah. So by the time I get to practice, I am done with the world. <laughs> I am so irritated at everybody and everything, and I just want to be at home in my bed and not talking to anybody. Mm -hmm. But then, um, you know, like, then I realize this is not about me. You know what True. I mean? Like, I have no, um, you know, reason to be concerned with myself when I could be the only, you know, Jesus example that someone sees that day. Mm -hmm. You know, like, why not put myself out there with my teammates and my coaches and show them, um, you know, love in a really deep way, you know, whether that be <laughs> just smiling at them, like, yeah, saying, how are you? like, trying to have an actual conversation with them, or, like, you know, just seem joyful when I'm not really feeling happy, but I feel like joy is definitely something different than That's happiness. That's so you know? good. <laughs> so, um, you know, and that's definitely from the Spirit and from the Lord, is that, like, my joy doesn't come from True. my circumstances. So in those days, that's when I really have to draw strength yeah. from the Lord to be able to be loving on my teammates, especially when, like, let's all be honest, sometimes <laughs> we really get on each other's Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, um, you know, you're together for half a half a year, all mm -hmm. of us, all the time, every single weekend, every single day we see each other and we every spend single day. most of our day together, <laughs> so like of course we're going to get on each other's nerves, but like if I'm around others that much, I should be having a really big impact for Christ if I'm around like our teammates as True. much as I am. So I'm just trying to be like loving um, and gentle and also like kingdom minded the entire time mm -hmm. while I'm with like my teammates and with the team. Um, just remembering that it's not about me and that what I'm doing here is an opportunity from the Lord. It's a gift from True. the Lord that I get to have um, these conversations with our teammates and I get to be around people that um, may not know God, you mm -hmm. know, may not know the gospel. So, you know, trying to make Jesus seem attractive to them. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and like, nowadays, living for God is not attractive at yeah. all. People <laughs> look at it like, oh, it's a bunch of rules. And, like, you guys don't have fun. Like, I'm having the most fun of my yes. life with Jesus. Yes. Like, and that's something that always gets me is like, mm -hmm. oh, you don't drink. Oh, you don't do this. Oh, you just follow a bunch of rules. Like, what we believe in is not a set of rules. Like, that's nope. a religion. We do not follow a religion. Like, this is not my life. Like, mm -hmm. if I had just a set of rules, I would fail at every single one of them, and then I would give up, and I'd be like, this is too hard. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not the type of person who could follow a religion. Yeah. That is not what I have. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, I definitely, we like, you know this, we have a relationship mm -hmm. to where, like, the striving is gone, you know, where we yeah. don't have to keep this whole list of rules, because if we did, we'd fail them, mm -hmm. you know? Like, we are, are given grace and an opportunity to know God, not because of anything that we've done. Mm -hmm. You know, it's entirely from Him, so. Yeah. And how can you authentically, this word's hard, authentically give God the glory and not yourself, because I talked about this on the previous episode, that for me it was a struggle through like many years to authentically be able to go and give God the glory, and obviously not perfect, every single day it's like a choice, <laughs> but what are some ways that you feel like you do it and you feel like you do it well? Um, so this is, this is definitely a hard question, because sometimes in sports, like, it's hard, especially in, like, individual sports. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, because our sport's a little bit more individual, but, um, I try to pray before any kind of competition, you know, like, even 
like especially with teammates, you know, before mm-hmm. we're about to race, if I can, I'll try to pray with them. Um, and also saying, like, after the race, like, glory to God, like, post on Instagram, like, glory to God yeah. alone, like, he's the reason why I have this opportunity, you True. know, he's the reason why I get to play this, like, run this awesome sport that I love in college, so, you know, like, why should I not give the glory to him? I should try to yeah. find every possible way I can, True. so, yeah. Yeah, I feel like most of the races that I've run, like, that we've had, like, a prayer time before were, like, the most fun ones to race. Not about, like, results or anything, but they made it fun because, like, there was no pressure anymore. Obviously, I I do too. I pray every single, like, time before the race. But I feel like we should, like, start applying this, like, this, like, oh, we're all running the 400 this weekend, for example. Let's just, like, all, like, pray together before the race. Mm -hmm. We're not, like, racing together most of the time, but still, like, I feel like it makes it more fun. You know, I don't know if you yeah. have the same feeling. I do, yeah. But, like, when we run the 4x4, four four, we always, like, pray before, you know? And it makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Because it's not about, our, like, ourselves, it's about, like, the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like it makes, a, like, a good difference. And to me, it feels better to race that way. Yeah. Like, putting the focus out of myself and on something else. In the case, God. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> it's always better to do something for something bigger than yourself. Yes. It makes it, like, better and harder in a way. Because you want to make it, like, so good. Mm-hmm. But, like, if it's for God, the pressure's not on you. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, all on him, all for him. And, like, until now, what do you think is one of your favorite memories from sports? Not only track, maybe, but, like, everything. Like, one of your favorite memories, one of your favorite moments. Mm-hmm. I have two. So, my first one is actually not with track. My first <laughs> one was with golf, actually. So, um, my older sister, Sarah in high school used to play golf with me Mm -hmm. and we had gone to a golf course and it was really really rainy out and she had rain boots on and our golf coach um we never got to ride in like the golf carts when we were at the golf courses we always had to carry our stuff but it was pouring the rain oh they (laughs) that's not good (laughs) my sister and i got on this golf cart it was full of people there were no seats left so my sister decides that she's going to stand on the side of the wheel um like well on like okay, so it's like the the cover. Oh, the okay. I was like, wait, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how does that work? So she didn't realize that it was super slick, and she had oh. like shoes with no traction on. So our coach floors it on the part, <laughs> and then oh we're going up a hill, and then we just hear her go <laughs> in the back, <laughs> and we look back, and she's out in the weeds in the oh mud. Oh my god! She fell off the golf cart. It was really funny at the time. I bet it was. Yeah. Not for her, but I mean, not for her. But it was funny. For sure, she laughed too. Yes. You know, <laughs> I would be laughing if I was on the floor like that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that oh was one God. of mine. Um, the other <laughs> one, um, it would probably be a tie between our race at conference in the 4x4, this past conference and indoor. Um, I just felt like that was like a really fun race. Um, it really was. We had so much fun, like the 4x4 team. And then the entire team was, like, supporting us, and I just remember, like, coming down the track and, like, going around the curve and seeing, like, every single one of our teammates Mm -hmm. right there, you know? Like, that's just so great is when you know that there's people, like, behind you, like, rooting for you. True. Um, So, yeah, that was a really great race and a lot of fun. And then the other one was when um, I got to run the 4x1 at Nationals last year. Mm, That is cool. That was (laughs) a lot of fun, too. And our 4x1 was just, like, we were 
so quick and it was so yeah. much fun and like we all loved being there together so that was a great memory too it's good like especially for the four by one like if you have a team like you know exactly what you're gonna do because you don't have time to think yeah on the no hundred <laughs> like you don't have time to think so like if you like know a teammate so well that you don't even have to say anything you just know that they're like I, I feel like it makes a whole lot of difference yes. and that day at conference it was like one of the best moments for me too like mm -hmm. especially like a track that whole like weekend i didn't race my best but still it was like so much fun yeah like especially <laughs> at the end i was like go catherine <laughs> i was screaming so yeah. much for everyone that was, was like, a really fun day that was like what kind of like decided like if we were gonna win or not i think i feel like it always comes to the four by four it always like, comes every to the four by four <laughs> that's why it's the last race like yes. it always comes to that and like another question is what are some moments or like one moment that like you can think of that you look at now and you're like oh that was god doing that like in sports like if it wasn't for god that would have never happened hmm do you mean like ability wise or like how he made things anything okay in general it can be um, both so a lot of it was actually how i ended up at uc and how hmm. i got my track scholarship here so i'd never heard of uc before and then my Same. sister <laughs> my older sister got a scholarship to come and run track here and mm, so true. she ran track for a year and then um no she ran for two years and then i was like looking for a college and i was like god i don't really know where to go like I'm not good at big, big decision making, and this was like a life decision, like oh a gosh, big decision one. making yeah. is tough. Then I was like 18 at the time, and like you can't really trust an 18 year old to make big life decisions. But man, <laughs> I had one in front of me, so I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, can you just like line this up for me to make it work out? And like, you know, in my heart, I was like, I want to be at UC with my sister so bad, and just mm -hmm. run a year with track with her so bad. I just really loved the campus and everything, mm -hmm. and. I was like, God, my heart is just wanting to go to UC. Mm -hmm. And then I come here and I tour and I came on a tour with the track coaches and there was another girl who came and toured with me. They ignored me the entire tour. Oh. So this is not the coaches we have now. <laughs> this is different coaches. They True. ignored me the entire time. Our coaches time. now are great. <laughs> yes. They ignored me the entire time that I was here. It was like a oh full day gosh. tour and like they only talked to a the other A full day? Yes, it was a full day, and I even, like, came to practice with the team, and, like, the coaches oh. didn't talk to me, like, at all. It was not good. And then they were like, we can offer you, like, like, a couple thousand yeah. scholarships, mm -hmm. and I was like, like, track was how I was going to get to go to college. Like, yeah. I was not going to be able to go to college if I didn't get a full scholarship yeah. for track, and so, like, it broke my heart. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't go to UC, like, mm -hmm. they're not going to offer this for me, and then... I actually went toward our rival school. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because they had really wanted me to come there and run track, and so I went and I toured there, and they were like, we'll give you a full scholarship. Ooh. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, I might come here, even though it's not really where I want to be. I'm going to go there, mm -hmm. um, just because, like, that's where my option is. Like, yeah. that's my option. So my sister, who was still on the team at this time, mm -hmm. told the coaches that I had been touring at this other oh. school. And they said, they called me, like, an hour after they had that conversation, and they were like, we want to give you a full ride. <laughs> so, like, that was definitely the Lord, you know, That's even though so cool. you can kind of trace all the things that happened through that, like, none of that would have happened if it hadn't no. been for the Lord. Like, That's true. I don't know. Like, I can look back throughout my life and see all these little moments that, like, led up to where I am right now. Mm -hmm. You know, things that, like, if one thing had been different, then my entire life would have been different. You know, that was one of those mm -hmm. things. Um, so, like, 
I'm just really grateful for where God has me right now and like that I got yeah. to come to the school that I wanted to go to and I got to actually run track and have school paid for. Yes. So, I mean, what it's am like, I saying? <laughs> what, what else would you want? It's yes. perfect. So, like, I'm really grateful and then, um, yeah, like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. Yeah, like, all those small, like, details, like, in the moment, we don't realize it, you know, but, like, after a while, we look back, you know, like, oh, wow, like, that was you. And, like, something that I really try to practice every time that, like, I'm walking around, because I walk all the time, I don't have a car, so <laughs> every time that I'm walking around campus, I try to just, like, look around and be like, God, thank you so much for this, because I never want to be, like, walking around here like it's normal, you know, because yeah. this is not normal, like, we're literally going to college, and I'm literally going to college in another country, you know? Yeah. So, like, I look around, and I try to be, like, as thankful as I can. Obviously, I, I don't do it every single day. I forget. But I never want to be, like, looking around and thinking, oh, my gosh, this is normal. Like, yeah, this is my life now. Yes, it is. But yeah. it's not because of me. It's because of him. Like, this past week, whenever we had, like, our team meeting for track, like, our coach sat us all down, and he, like, mm -hmm. like you know this, but I'm going to tell you a little Yeah. <laughs> but he said, um, like, everybody close your eyes mm -hmm. and bow your heads and just sit here for a second. And so we were like, what is going on? I know. Like, we were just Every time he does that, I'm like, what is going to You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> so we just closed our eyes, and we sit there, and he's like, be still. Mm -hmm. You know, and he started quoting, um you know, that verse that's like, you know, be still and know that I am God. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like, this week has been insane for me. Like, I have had, you know, I have a lot on yeah. my plate. Like, I had so much on my plate. There were so many different plates that I was trying to hold up. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I came to that meeting and I was like, I have so much else to do right now. Like, I have to go do this and this and this. This meeting needs to hurry up so I can get out of here. And, like, mm -hmm. I had so much. And then yeah. he said, be still. And I was like, Catherine, you have four weeks of college left. You know, and in that moment, That's, I was like, it's crazy. God has blessed you so much over the past four years here, and he has given you so much opportunity with this sport. Be still and appreciate mm -hmm. what he's given you and be thankful and glorify him for the next four weeks as well mm -hmm. as you can. Yeah. So, like, that's my goal. Yeah. <laughs> and God True. very much opened my eyes to be still yeah. and just enjoy, number one, enjoy the Lord for the next little bit and just yeah. kind of focus on him and also be really thankful and grateful as I walk around this campus for like the last, some of the last times that yeah. I've been to. You know? I don't want to think about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. But just also just to be really thankful for where I am yeah. right now in life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I can't even like imagine me last year of college, like it's, it's literally <laughs> next year. So yeah. my last year I'll be like, uh, cause I remember last year when it was like around this time, I got so emotional because I was almost halfway done and it was my first year here because freshman year wasn't here because of COVID. So around this time it was I was thinking like some of my friends were seniors, so like I was like, oh no, like yeah. I'm never gonna see them again. Because like, obviously I, I saw them again. <laughs> but like still, you know, like they're not gonna be here anymore. And like my first year is gone and it's my second year, so like yeah. I have almost like all my college experience gone. So I can't imagine like it being real. So I don't yeah. know. It, I don't feel like I'm a senior. No. Like it's really only been the last month that I've been like, oh crap, mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of time left. It's <laughs> like, real. Yeah. Yeah. It, what is something that you feel like God has taught you through sports that you can take like for the rest of your life? Mm. There's so much. It's hard to even like 
think of just a few, like, mm-hmm. number one, patience. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> you know, like, loving people even when it's difficult, even when I'm exhausted and my nerves are raw and my emotions are high, because I'm mm-hmm. physically exhausted, and, like, they're physically exhausted, but yep. I have Jesus who's, like, you know, be still, and, like, I need to remember to find rest and have patience with people even when I don't feel like it. Um, another thing is... Uh, just like steadfastness and like trying to continue, um, to just hold on to the Lord when I feel like there's nothing going right for me and whenever I'm tired and remembering that like I have a purpose here too, Mm -hmm. you know, there's so much that this sport has taught me (laughs) so much. Um, also just like, you know, mental toughness too, Mm -hmm. that like, Man, if I can make it, I say this all the time, if I can make it through a hard, fast 400, yeah. I can do anything in mm-hmm. life. That's what Coach Marshall says, too. That's but, I mean, it's true. Like, once you get through that's something true. that's, like, extremely painful and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you can kind of block things out of your mind, like, I guess it could even apply in, like, a spiritual sense, too, to yeah. say, like, like, I have all this going on in my life, but, like, here's where my focus is. It's somewhere mm-hmm. else. You know what I mean? So, Yeah. It's yeah. taught me so much. That's just, like, two of the things. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is so good how, like, for example, I played tennis before, right? Like, so many things that happened, I would have never experienced that before if it wasn't because of sports. Like, I would have experienced some things like pressure and, like, things like that, like, in the workforce, like, one day when I start working, yeah. you know? But, like, it would probably be, like, the first time that I would be experiencing it that way, you know? Mm-hmm. And especially in college, you're not, like, playing or, like, practicing a sport, like, because, like, just because you want to. You have, like, a whole team and a whole coach. They're, like, they expect things from you. Yeah. So that's a whole other pressure, yes. <laughs> you know? What do you think, like, throughout the years, how has sport shaped your relationship with God? Oh. Mm. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> we had some issues, okay? We had some technical <laughs> The issues. question is, like, being asked again, so it's fine if you don't remember what you said. Mm. So I was around a lot of people who, like, you know, teammates and people who didn't know the Lord. You know, I was questioned, like, why do you do the things that you do or don't do the things that, like, the rest of the world does, like, why don't you curse, why don't you drink, why don't you party, and it's not because, like, you know, it's a set of rules, like, Mm -hmm. we talked about, it's because, like, I have a faith, and, you know, like, I'm strong in my relationship with the Lord, and Mm -hmm. they're, you know, like, he's my focus, and so I feel like my faith has been challenged a lot in those ways, so I'm like, man, that's just so much fun, and, like, we would get to be with our team, like, if I did these things, and I'm like, but why would I want to, Mm -hmm. like, the Lord is so much better than any of those things, and, like, he is where my, like, you know, my heart lies, like, that's where I, what I want to do, and how I want to please him, and, like, you know, sometimes these things, like, um, come up, and you're just, like, you know, why am I doing this, why do I follow the Lord, when I could do other things, like, you really have to start questioning, like, true, is there a reason why I'm living like this, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that questions like that really do, you know, make your faith really firm, because mm-hmm. you actually sit there and think about it, like, yeah, and it always comes back to love, Mm -hmm. Like, Jesus loved us first, God loved us first, so that makes me want to love him in return. Mm -hmm. It's not because I have to earn it or I have to do something to make him love me. Like, I'm not following all these rules so that God will love me. You know, he already does. 
So, um, it's definitely taught me to be firm in my faith and to, like, hold on to the things that, like, I know are right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's taught me a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I like the part you said about the questions, because people sometimes are scared to ask questions to people and even to God. Mm-hmm. You know, like, questions are the way that we learn, like, the answers for the questions. Like, if we don't ask questions, even to God, how are we going to have an answer, you know? Yeah. So this is something that, for so long, I've heard people saying, like, yeah, like, I don't know how to, like, ask God for things. Like, just ask. Like, he's waiting for you to talk to him. doesn't matter what it is, mm-hmm. right? And I just thought of another question, and it might be a question that I ask everyone, because... I'm actually very curious about this. Yeah. And do you have like a go to verse like in competition mm-hmm. to help you out like go through everything that you're about to go through? Yes. Was it first Corinthians ten thirty one? Yeah. That, was? Yes. <laughs> that whether you eat or whether you drink or whatever you do, do mm-hmm. it all for the glory of God. Yep. And so like I That's mean, mine too. <laughs> and that's the first part of the podcast actually. Yes. Before I would go to school every morning or like um, before I would leave the house, at any point, my mom would always say to me, um, whatever you do today, do it as unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so that, that just means, like, in any little thing that you do, to remember that, like, why you're doing it, and why you're doing it Mm -hmm. is to give glory to God. Yeah. And so, like, that kind of goes back to your question of, like, how do you intentionally give glory to God in this sport? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then I think of that verse, and, like, Whatever you do, do it for the glory of God, mm-hmm. you know? So that's my go-to verse yeah. <laughs> every time. It's good. It's got me through quite a few races. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I can do this. God, this is for you. Like, this is you for know? you. It's not for me. When I'm, like, down on the blocks, I'm just, like, breathing, like, so, like, <laughs> deeply because my heart is pounding so fast. Yes. So, like, this is for you. This is for you. This is for you. <laughs> this is literally mm-hmm. what I think. Otherwise... I don't think I would be able to get out of those blocks and do anything for yes. real. Yes. Like, my favorite verse is Joshua 1, 9. That is, don't be afraid, be strong and courageous. But on competition, like, the first one that comes to my mind is First Corinthians. Corinthians, sorry. Yeah. It was almost Portuguese. First Corinthians ten thirty one, And that helps a lot because that's the whole purpose of it, like, giving glory to God and doing everything for Him. So, yeah, this is the end of the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I got to. (laughs) And I hope you guys enjoyed, and I hope you can be blessed by it. See you on the next one. Bye.